Welcome back to the GDA podcast. This week, it's a new year, but the same old GDA. Uh, so welcome back. This week, we're talking about the League Cup, FA Cup, uh, Premier League fixtures and transfer news with West Ham signing a different person that they would normally sign. All that is going to come up on this podcast. So now we're going to do a roundup of the week's um, the League Cup games. So first was Manchester City versus Manchester United. Ended uh, 3-1 to Manchester City with a very dominant performance. Um, Bernardo Silva with a wonder goal. Uh, very awkward defending from Phil Jones. But again, a very, very dominant performance from City. Having 15 shots and 5 on target. Man United's uh, eight, and yeah, it's nearly sixty percent position as well. All right, three-one. Phil Jones should not be playing at our club. Oh. Do you not think? Uh, well, I was watching him. He was like, right, I'll he's run a Premier League defender, and he's like sitting on his bum half the time. <coughs> right, I'll run through the team. So De Gea been a bit edgy. Wan-Bissaka's been solid. Lindelof's been solid. Jones shouldn't be at the club. Brandon Williams was very good. Pereira should be out. Fred should be out. Daniel James is alright. Shouldn't have really started though. Lingard. Lingard. He's going to Milan. Uh, um, have you seen... Um, Ashley Young's yeah, going as well. Going to Inter. Well. And then Lingard's meant to be going to AC because of his new agent, Mina Raiola, who just hates United but I can't. through the Pogba talks. You... He's such a, a young player, Jesse Lingard. I don't know why I get rid of him so early. He's not young. He's 25. He's I know you 20, say he looks young. 27, isn't it? Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, we also... Sorry, what were you going to say, Joe? He's not really... 27. I think he peaked earlier. Yeah, 2017 was his peak season. Yeah. Really we, we also started Greenwood, who was good, and Rashford, who was good. But we should have better players. I mean, if you look at cities compared to our um, lineup, they've just got quality all over the pitch. Yeah, their team's all around quality. I don't think you were ever gonna <clears throat> pull off with a massive win this week. And even even their bench could probably like all of those players, bar like Eric Garcia, could probably get into any team in the world, and they still managed to absolutely dominate Manchester United. So. See how good their squad is at the moment. From an outsider of because I know obviously support United. From an outsider, where do you think United are going wrong? Because I know where they're going wrong, but where do you two think that they're going wrong? I think it's kind of a lack of creativity in the midfield. I know you have Pogba, but I think we kind of need a dynamic. Like, I think you need. I know it's a bit like generic, but an addresser guy, like just breaking up play. I know because. Pereira and Fred are kind of like attacking players, but you're playing them in defensive midfield. So when you're going on the attack, you got six up front, and then yeah, you can't really cope in the midfield. Where do you think we're going wrong, Joe, with that team? I think it's the lack of almost. It doesn't feel like they want to play football anymore. Yeah, I they, can see they, that. Yeah. They all seem to have the wrong attitude. Yeah. The, you can see the standout performers really who really care about it with Wambasaka, Williams, Lindelof, and the ones that I named before, Rashford, Greenwood. The youth actually look better than the starting squad, I think. I mean, when Gomez came on, he basically got on his own <coughs> Greenwood got it in the end. But Yeah, the, look, the younger players look like they're actually like trying, but like the, the older players just, just seem like they're doing it for the money, and it is a lot of money with Manchester United's budget. 
Yeah, uh, we're meant to be signing or in talks with Ajax over Van der Beek because we're looking for a box to box and he can play centre attacking mid. Jesse Lingard's position. Centre mid and CDM. So he can play a number of positions. What do you think about that? Um, yeah, it would be quite a good signing, but you need someone who can, yeah, defend as well. I don't really see that in Van der Beek a lot, even though they call him a box to box midfielder. Probably, yeah. Probably the best option you could go for, seeing as a lot of the big name attacking midfielders, box spot midfielders, uh, probably wouldn't leave. Um, I think there's been a lot of criticism for Ilkay Gundogan as well. I think he's a very good player, very good box to box. So I think that's kind of the sort of player United need. On the City team, Bernardo Silva is just—he should be more involved. Like in the press and whatnot, because Sterling's all the front that's getting it at the moment, but Bernardo Silva's been creating stuff for weeks for City. Yeah, he's kind of in Ronaldo's shadow at Portugal because Ronaldo's done so many good things. But if it wasn't for Ronaldo, I'd say he's 100% um, Portugal's best player. I mean, City's team didn't even look that good. I know it's not the best City team, but Bravo, Fernandinho, um, Rodri, who is all right. <laughs> But he came on in the second half, and then you could argue Gundogan's not the best, and Mares. Otamendi's had his criticism as well. Yeah, so that wasn't even a good City team, and they still beat us three one, and it should have been three 0 really, but it was a switch off with Otamendi with that goal. Yeah, I think what I would do if I was United manager, I'd, I'd give a lot more of the young players a go. Like Angel Gomez looked quite good when he came on, and I think he brought some pace to United attack. Um, I'd definitely keep starting Greenwood, but I'd probably start Martial instead of um, Daniel James. Martial was injured that game, Yeah. so that's why we didn't play him. Angel Gomez, guess who his cousin is? <coughs> Nanny. So it run, hopefully he's a club legend and stays at the club. But I don't know if there is talks of him going abroad with Chong to Juventus, but I don't know if that happened. But we need to keep those players to grow them more. So, definitely. Yeah. Aston Villa. And Leicester, one all, Abbeking Stadium. <coughs> what a game! I mean, Leicester—they've dominated, but and they probably should have won with the amount of shots they had. But I mean, I'm just relieved—not relieved, like massively impressed—that we've even pulled off a draw here. Yeah, that was against Leicester's first team as well and you your team didn't even look like I know Grealish was playing but Wesley's injured as well isn't he so yeah, you're not full force Wesley's front. injured Heaton's injured we've just we've lost two of the best players on our, well Wesley's streaky so he's not massively reliable but it would have been nice to have him on the pitch I mean we're looking at the team here and I think <coughs> Douglas Louise is a good midfielder for you. I'm not sure about Nakamba though. He's a really good defensive midfielder. Would you have started Grealish up top instead of El Ghazi, or would you have? Is Co was Kodra on the bench? Or... No, Kodra wasn't on the bench. Or Jota could have gone through the middle. Jota could have. Who, who would you have put through the middle? Um, I would have put Jota on to be honest, and then I would have put. Uh, yeah, probably Grish and Trezeguet with El Ghazi on the bench, on the wing. I mean, Leicester's team looked very powerful as well. I mean, 
I think they should have got well. They should have got another goal, but you should have got another goal as well with that concert header. Yeah, that concert that Schmeichel just, came out for. Yeah, disappointing. That didn't go in, to be honest. I don't know why you both started three at the back. I've not seen that in ages. I think it it might have been five as well because both teams playing full backs at left mid. That's what Everton do, but they defend when we're defending and attack when attacking. So I mean, Fuchs is a left back, isn't he? He's not. Yeah. He's not a centre back. But yeah, it was interesting. Um, of course, Leicester had 21 shots on target. Uh, no, not on target, sorry, just 21 shots, with six of them only going on target. So they need to be more clinical with the shooter. Um, corners, Leicester had more, you had none, Joe. Overall, where do you think you need to improve in January? Um, well, we, ne we definitely need a poacher, just a finisher. Like Harry Kane? Like Harry Kane, exactly yeah. like Harry Kane. I would give millions... Hurricane, personally, um, yeah, and I don't think Wesley isn't quite up to the standard of the Premier League yet. He hasn't, he hasn't pulled off as much as he should have done because he was, it was a massive excitement when he was brought in, and I don't think we've seen that all season. Yeah, it, I mean, it wasn't a big money move, but it was quite a big move from uh, the Belgian league to uh, Prem. It gets uh, quite hard to use used to because, um, of course, Di Maria from United got um, was hard for him to move, and then he went to PSG. Um, any Everton players that struggled in the Prem? Um, not Moise Keane at the moment. What, yeah, Moise Keane. Is only nineteen. We'll get onto him in a minute. Saying about Wesley, he has scored five goals this season, which for your first season in the Prem's, uh, I guess for a striker, it's quite bad, but. Yeah, first season in the Premier isn't that bad, um, and he is still only 23, so he has got space to learn as well. So, apart from striker Joe, where would you improve your team? Um, I'd also see like to see some. Uh, I don't know. So we we seem to be amazing in midfield. We like pa passing around in midfield, but we need to keep possession more. I think we just give away possession on stupid mistakes. I feel like you should get another person with Mings for centre-back. Yes, definitely. Mings Repli makes a lot of mistakes. He probably shouldn't be in the quality he is, but uh, he is still quite young and that can be improved. I think you should get a new left-back as well because Neil Taylor's getting quite old as well. You've Who got um, Target, haven't you? Yeah, Target. I don't think he's as good. Your bench needs... Doing better as well. I mean, Horahan, I don't know why he's not playing. He's been well good this season. I don't know when Horahan was brought on, but he's been amazing every time he's played. He does seem to be on the bench a lot, but every time we take him off the bench, he shows it. He shows that he wants to be part of that team, and I think we should give him a chance. Of course, a couple of weeks ago, Villa were on a bit of a bad streak of games. And those questions of, is Dean Smith the right man? In your opinion, is Smith the right man? Well, the moment he brought he was brought in, he did ridiculously well. Like, so Grealish was injured when he was first brought in, and well, just after he was first brought in, and the moment he was brought in, we started winning. Grealish was injured, and uh, he's like our mascot, so things didn't go as well as they would have should have done. But the moment Grealish and Dean and uh, Dean Smith were together. It just seemed to be like a match made in heaven, 5-0, the first game that uh, Grealish was back. And then he just seemed to keep us 
going for the rest of the season. This season hasn't been that well, but you can't expect a lot from the first season in the Prem. I would like to see Dean Smith try a more a more all-rounded all approach because tapping it around just seems to be it just seems to be losing the ball for us. I I think we need to give up on the stupid mistakes and tapping it around. I don't think you should go long ball. I don't think that would suit. I think you should just play wing play a bit more. Yeah. Because you've got, if you play Grealish in the centre attacking attack midfield role, then he can get it to the left and right wings, which will make a lot more easier for Wesley because that game against Norwich, you played some really good wing play and that all came from Grealish in midfield and Hurahan. So if you get two good wingers that are quite quick, not like Ogarzi, but he's got a good player still. If you get two wingers, then they'll take on their man, get past them, Wesley. You could see him getting at least 15 goals a season. Yeah, I think Wesley will settle in eventually. It's just the Premiership is massively different to any other league in the world, and he just needs to settle into that. And I think he could be a 20 goals a season striker if we provide him the opportunity. Alex, what was your thoughts on the match? Yeah, um, I thought Aston Villa were great defensively, but I think. They need someone, like, I in January, they definitely need either someone to go through the centre as a an attacking midfielder or um, get a winger and start playing Grealish down the middle because I noticed in midfield, Aston Villa lost the ball quite a lot with their passing. They only had 72% uh, uh, pass accuracy, so they definitely need, like, a number 10 uh, to, like, link everyone together whether that's Grealish and getting a winger in or whether you keep <coughs> Grealish on the wing where he's playing quite well at the moment and, yeah, bring in uh, an attacking midfielder. Now we're going to talk about the third round of the FA Cup. There's very interesting ties. We're going to start off with Rochdale and Newcastle. Newcastle looked comfortable first half. Didn't look like nothing was going to get past them. And then, boom, second half, Rochdale just absolutely go, to go at them. And... They go and get a one-all draw with Aaron Wilbraham. Massive limbs. Did you see the limbs, Alex? Yeah. Uh, great for the... I think, is he 40? <coughs> yeah, no, Aaron um, Wilbraham. Yeah, a legend of the game. He was on the news as well. So, that was good for him. Yeah, they, they should have won about 3-0, I noticed. Um, it was like, um, there was a guy in midfield and he had a load of chances. Yeah. Um, um, you should have scored about three. Oh, uh, Rathbone. Rathbone, yeah. He was insane. He looked like the creator. We can see him here. I can see him, and I can see him in a, a very good championship team in the future. Yeah. Um, I mean, Newcastle, five at the back, and they still yeah, against conceded. the League One team. I mean, I know they were probably playing long ball, but still. Why were they playing five at the back against the League One team? Though they should have been playing attacking and just it, to keep all the players in the game. It's, yeah. a, it's quite a strong team though as well because I can see. Jolinton, Jolinton, right. Almiron, Longstaff, yeah, Longstaff. I can see them all starting in a Premier League game. Dubravka. So for them not to beat a League One team with that side, with like Yedlin and Atsu, and even Fernandez would start normally. Um, yeah, it's definitely quite worrying for them. Um, you're talking about the five at the back, Joe. That's your old manager, Steve Bruce. Oh, Steve Bruce. <laughs> <laughs> right, now we're going to go on to Middlesbrough Spurs. It was one all at uh, Middlesbrough. Uh, it was 
It was a good game. Uh, Ashley Fletcher scored for Middlesbrough in the 50th minute. Looked like they were going to go and win it. And what do you see? 11 minutes later, Lucas Moura comes in with a great header, with a great cross from Serge Aurier. Uh, Tottenham looked like they dominated with 14 shots. Uh, but they both had four on target with um, Middlesbrough having six shots. And it was a very, very strong lineup from Spurs. I don't know how they didn't come away with a win. I mean, there's no Kane, as we know, he's injured. But again, Son, Lucas, Ali, Eriksen, Aurier, like these <coughs> are world class players, and they're drawing to Stephen Fletcher. Like, I mean, actually, Fletcher's goal was good, to be fair. Yeah, um, I think it's more because everyone was going to Pochettino for the results that they were getting, but they brought in a new manager, uh, Jose Mourinho, but it, it hasn't really changed, and to be honest, they've won a few games, but I think uh, it's another team that have played uh, five at the back against. Uh, a championship side. Yeah. I mean, um, if Mourinho didn't make these changes of La Celso and Lamella, for Winks and Sassanian, I don't see how they would have won that because that midfield's not creative enough. I know they've got Eriksen and Ali and then Lucas and Son up front, but with Sassanian, he's quite young and he's not going to be making those runs. Winks is more of a CDM, so he's going to hold it. Um, but with somebody like Lamella coming on and just threading those balls through the midfield uh, of Middlesbrough, that's very good. And Spurs, luckily got the draw which will be at a replay at the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. The next match we're going to talk about is Liverpool and your team Alex, Everton. What went wrong? What went right? Um, I mean, it's just this is Academy Liverpool team and they've beaten well, first team Everton. It was a very young team but I don't think it's as young as they make out, I won't go on about this anymore. Right, we're looking at the lineup now. Get You're, right, right say so one, two, three, four, five, five, right, five, five, academy five of the eleven but then players again, that started for Liverpool are academy players, and all of yours are apart one, from Schneiderlin. Two. You're counting three. You're right. So he's counting should never Sigerson play and in Theo a blue. Sh they should never right. play in a blue shirt again. Never. Right, that was extremely embarrassing. Again, I'm pretty sure they would have lost to any team. Drucken and Shorty get got his tactics wrong, or what uh, happened and under the pressure? You could see the way that he wanted them to play. He was counter-attacking Liverpool. We had quite a few chances in the first half. Holgate's header, that should yeah. have been in. Like, all three of our shots that definitely should have been a goal were straight at um, Adrian's feet. They were saying, oh, like, oh it's a, an amazing save. But then again, they were like straight his feet. All he had to do was kick them away. Would um, you have taken a replay? Not, not really. Cause so you would rather have lost, like you did. No, I wouldn't have rather lost. I would have. Like even a replay would be very embarrassing against the team we're playing. But like, it doesn't matter to us now. Only a win. Like. So Curtis I, Jones's goal, that was good. You have to admit. Yeah. It was it, a good goal. Should have been pressed. He, he shouldn't have been allowed to. Sadibi got. Shot I think Sadibi just got lost. Yeah, he didn't know where he was playing because uh, Coleman behind him. Uh, he played behind him normally as the right back, but this time he didn't know whether he was defending or attacking. So. Right when Moise Kane came on, I didn't see any of him. I made him. No. I saw him make one run and it went out of play. 
Yeah, we. He needs to drop deep. On. He needs to drop deep because Calvert. I know. Yeah, he Walcott brought, was dropping deep, and that, then he could have put it into Calvert Lewin and Richarlison. But what we need Moyes Keane to do is um, for Calvert Lewin to play off him, so to Moyes Keane to drop in. But I think what he did was Calvert Lewin um, dropped in, dropped in, yeah. and then he was trying to play the balls to Moyes Keane, but it, it wasn't working. We need if we're gonna play like that, play three strikers. Like, just play Richarlison off the two strikers then, because if there's just a striker's playing to the other striker, then it's always going to get marked, it's never going to work. If you play some, someone behind him, then he's got two options instead of one, so, yeah. But they're uh, very disappointing. Um, but it's, it's more of a mental thing at Anfield now. Like, we were talking about it, and you could have put a, a team of... Bins in Liverpool shirts and would have been beat, wouldn't have beat them. So there was a shock result between Sheffield Wednesday and Brighton. Wednesday went over to Brighton and scored the goal with Adam Reach, I think it was, and that made Wednesday go through. What do you think about that? Do you reckon they can keep that streak going on? Wednesday, do you reckon they can keep it going in uh, the FA Cup? Sheffield Wednesday. Um, I, I was watching them against Brighton and they seemed. Very, very good. Although Everton have beaten them in the season, they look like a competitive Premier League club, not a, a struggling in the Championship club. Um, yeah, they look very good. They look very creative. Brighton looked kind of slow at the back. Um, and yeah, they did get the decisive goal at Sheffield Wednesday. Very good for them. Um, don't know who they got in the second round, uh, the fourth round, sorry. But hopefully it's a good team. They got QPR. Oh, QPR, away. that'll be that'll be tough. QPR have been on very good form. I don't know. They beat Cardiff six one and Swansea five one. That they're in very good form lately, so that'll be a very good match. The other match was the comeback, one of the best comebacks in the FA Cup ever, with Tranmere and Watford, with Watford getting a red card, even though Tranmere scored all the goals before Pereira got sent off. What did you think about that? It was a very good uh, first half performance from Watford. They were very dominant in the first half and they just kind of settled down at the start of the second half. But I don't think they were expecting Tranmere to come at them like that. Like They played very, very well in the second half, Tranmere, and probably were unlucky not to win it. Um, Joe, looking at the minutes of the goals... Watford just dropped off, it, didn't they, between those minutes? That's a ridiculous drop-off. Three goals in the first half, and then... No, in the second half, even. Yeah, yeah the Watford yeah, scored three goals oh, in yeah, the first yeah. half, and then they just let Tranmere run around them, basically, is what it looks like. Um, Tranmere were playing five at the back, but would you count that as a three at the back if Caprice and Morris, the wing-backs, go up? I... I can I can understand them playing five at the back if it was a five at the back because they are playing a Premier League team. They want a replay at least. That that's um, quite a solid Watford team as well. I know there's not a lot of players in there, but that should be beating Tranmere at least. Yeah, definitely. They've got um, Mariapa, Dawson, two of their probably starting centre backs yeah. as well. So and Gray, Andre Gray, they didn't from Burnley me. player. Yeah, what Watford should have. Watford should have won that easily, probably 3-0, and I don't know how Tranmere brought that back. Just pure dedication, it looks like. The next game we're going to talk about is Arsenal-Leeds. We'll be quick on this one. Uh, I want to talk about something else. So, Leeds, 
I think first half they pressured them very good. If they come up in the um, into the Premier League, they are gonna finish. I'm talking top eight at least, because that team was very good by Bielsa. I mean, it was an, an impressive performance against a quite good Arsenal team as well. What were your thoughts on the first half, Alex? Yeah, it was a very very dominant performance actually from um, Leeds in the first half. They they even looked like they could be playing in Europe, to be honest, against a quite lacklustre um, Arsenal team. They played a very strong side, actually. Socrates, David Luiz holding, and they still managed to probably be outclassed by uh, a championship team. But they are very well drilled, please. A very, very good championship team. There's probably standout players for me is um, Phillips. He looked very dominant in midfield. I can see him playing for one of the big teams in the future and maybe Leeds could be one of the big teams. Of course Nelson scoring the goal for Arsenal. Joe, what were Leeds like in the Championship when you were down there? Were they quite good? Leeds were a very competitive team. Every time we played them it was a cagey game. But um, yeah, I think they probably do deserve to be in the Premiership, especially the way they played against Arsenal. And I think they could go really far next season and season after if they get up this season. Now, um, who who are you talking about next? I was going to talk about um, Sheffield Wednesday, uh, Sheffield United, and Fylde. Fylde. Yeah. All right. Uh, so it was two one to Sheffield United. Fylde, of course, the last non-league team to be in there, uh, managed to get a goal back with I think it was one all. And um, Sheffield United uh, got the goal with, I think Robinson was up front as well. Uh, so, yeah, they won that match. And then. Uh, but um, they had some very interesting choices at the back, especially with um, Phil Dragielka playing at central centre back. And also their new signing, Jack Rodwell, um, was playing at right centre back. So, yeah, very. Interesting selection, but um, I think were they the smallest team in the competition? Yeah, they were. The non, they were non-league, so yeah, the smallest team. Oh yeah, it was Robertson and Leon Clark up front with oh Phil Jackielka and Mervesic. They're they're a Everton. Let's be honest. Um, City breezing past Port Vale as well with a four-one win. Stoke That's not surprising that Stoke surprisingly losing to I think it's League One Brentford away. Um, Fulham, Villa Joe. What did you did you watch the game? Did you manage to get it? Watch it. Um, it wasn't on TV, so I don't no, know. No, it wasn't. I couldn't watch it because it wasn't on TV. But um, yeah, I don't think any of the Villa fans would have been surprised that we've been by Watford because it has been very close in previous seasons, and uh, yeah, we we knew we weren't going to put the best team out. We went we knew we weren't going to throw our all into this game because we're trying to focus on the Carabao Cup and the Premiership. Just staying up in the Premiership at the moment and the Carabao Cup. Uh Dean Smith is trying to win that, trying to get into Europe. Yeah, I, I don't think we'd have ever won this because just of the lack of what well, it's not really a lack. We don't want to win the FA Cup. This is not focus this season. But two very, very good goals from Harry Arter and Anthony Knockhart. Yeah, Knockhart's from out of this world. It was very good. And Harry Arter's was better, I would say. Um, Al Ghazi scoring the goal for Villa. 
which made it one all. Uh, wasn't the strongest of Villa teams, but I think Fulham put out a really good team um, with uh, Knockout being former Premier League Brighton and Joe Bryan used to play for Bristol City, who were quite good in the Championship as well. So that's your roundup from the FA Cup this week. Now we're going to talk about the game of the weekend. Half seven kickoff, a uh, half five kickoff. Sorry, um, with Tottenham and Liverpool playing at the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. Liverpool, of course, first going on a massive streak at the moment on fifty-eight points. Don't seem like anybody's catching them. Spurs struggling, uh, only two wins in the last five. Um, so they need to get something out of this game, uh, and it's crucial that it's at home because they're on thirty points. The odds at the moment are that Liverpool are going to win by fifty-six percent. A draw is going to be 22% and Tottenham are going to win by 22%. What do you think about that? Uh, I can't see anything but a Liverpool win, to be honest, and probably a, a big Liverpool win as well. Right, Joe, how do you see this game going? Liverpool, dominant force, Spurs look the underdog. How do you see it going? Well, I think Liverpool have got this in the bag. 3-0, easy. Um, One few die-hard fans out there. Yeah, uh, yeah, there's no doubt about it, to be honest. Liverpool... They've won this season already, just through the sheer domination of every team they've played. But, um, yeah, I would like to see Tottenham pull a 1-1 draw, but I just don't think it's possible at this point. Score predictions. Joe's already said 3-0. Alex, what do you think? Yeah, I'm probably going to go uh, go 4-1. I think if Spurs put out a solid team, I know they've not got Kane, I think they'll actually get a goal out of it and lose 3-1. So it's not that bad for them, is it? They still uh, get a goal out of it. Compared to all of Liverpool's results lately, that wouldn't be a bad result. Do you see City, of course, playing Villa at the weekend away? Very tough fixture for them at Villa Park. Do you see them going above Leicester? Because Leicester um, have got Southampton, Southampton oh, at no. home. Do you see Villa, Villa winning and City winning? Uh, not Villa. If Villa win... City stay on the points, and then Leicester can get their lead more higher on points. Where do you see that going between the battle and the battle of second and third? Well, I can like just this week in general. I can I, yeah, it's probably more likely that City win and Leicester lose than Leicester lose uh, than City lose and Leicester win because I think Southampton have been on good form lately, even though they are well, they're not struggling really. Um, but they've beaten quite a few teams they haven't lost in the last four games so yeah I think we'll we'll do a score prediction for the um, Villa and City game as well because that's another big game for both teams of course Villa uh, need to get something out of this game because they're only three points off 19th and only one point off 18th in the relegation zone yeah one point against uh, one point above the relegation zone just not good and the goal difference isn't even like would you act, you would you would you take a draw against City? I would. Anyone but, would, to yeah. be honest. I'd except draw, probably. Yeah. Do you reckon you'll park the bus? S- except because Liverpool. I think that's the only way that you can, you're going to win this. I think we'll park the bus after we, well, after we put in a decent effort on goal. But seeing Dean Smith's style of play, I don't think he'll put out a defensive team. I think he'll go for a goal. Yeah, and won't maybe be so- move in some defensive midfielders and. Uh, to take off all of our attacking players, just try and sit us in 
I wouldn't be surprised if the second half the game opens up a bit more and Villa go and attack City. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised about that. What do you think, Alex? City this season aren't, aren't impenetrable. Like They've not kept that many clean sheets, to be honest. I think... Is it eight they've clicked out of 20 games? Yeah, it's which not been that good. And compared to... Compared to last season, it's yeah. awful. And City fans know that. But so, they'll still be happy. If, if Aston Villa can play like they did against Leicester and get... Uh, I wouldn't say a lucky goal, but get a goal and then sit back for the rest of the game and I know that's maybe pretty just boring, concede but one. You have to do it, really. Yeah, a, a point at, um, against City would be very good for Villa. Now, just quickly for this week's transfer roundup, of course. The um, transfer window has just opened. And uh, here we go. West Ham have agreed uh, a deal in principle to sign Jetson Fernandez on an 18-month loan with an op. Uh, with an obligation to buy at the end of um, next season. I think this would be a very good transfer for them. Um, very good young player. Also, uh, Ashley Young has turned down Manchester United one-year contract offer and is likely to join uh, Inter Milan at the end of the season. Um, Manchester United have ruled out a bid for Tottenham midfielder Christian Eriksen. I think we were talking about it earlier. They needed an attacking midfielder. That could have been um, the attacking midfielder, but he hasn't been that good this season. So Lingard as well going to the other side of Milan, isn't he? Yeah, AC. AC. Very yeah. interesting. Um, a lot of English players at the moment, like uh, going to Italy, like Chris Smalling and stuff. So could work out. That's it for this episode on this podcast. Hope you have a good weekend. Uh, that's a bye from me, and make sure to Alex. Uh, like, subscribe, and um, comment your favourite podcast that we've done. Yep, and your if we went to any games, where would um, you like us to go? Yeah, comment feel any the games the that you'd like us to go to. We're thinking of just jumping in the away end of some games if they have an away end. Um, yeah, just vlogging some matches. So tell us what you want us to tell us what you want to see on our YouTube. Yeah, get, tell us what content we should provide for you because we're doing podcasts, but we want to do a side on thing as well. Uh, and if you're naming any football games, preferably not Premier League or Championship. Yep, we're not Premier League or Championship. Well, I don't want to go Premier League. Yeah. All right, okay. Uh, right, that's bye from me. And me. And me. Have a good weekend.